I don't mind the sun sometimes. The energy it shows. The butthole surfers. The butthole yeah. surfers. Yeah, they had they had like one hit. I remember the name of the band, but I don't remember the song. Yeah. So the Butthole Surfers were a nineties band that had one hit, but they the lead singer was on a bunch of other shit. Like he's just he must have been, and I don't know anything about the guy other than he pops up in enough other things to make mm-hmm. me think that other bands think he's really cool. Mm-hmm. What he's was the hit, cool because of the name. Oh my gosh. It, I don't mind the sun sometimes. It, Man, give me a better. Can you, you, can, can, can you sing it better? Because I'm not getting anything there. More Garth Brooks style. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got friends. They sang Friends in Low Places. You don't know that song? No, but I'm. I'm yeah. All right, let's look this up. What's the I'm name? Musically of the, Declined. The, Can't uh, even keep a beat. It's really sad. So why you had to move to the whitest country in the world. Pepper. The song is called Pepper. Oh, sure. I know the band. It was a joke. Oh, according, come on. I got five, it. Like one <laughs> guy smiles. I'm like sitting here with fucking according five guys. The, uh... Like, okay, well, interview is over. Like, yeah. thanks for coming. First but I got the joke. Come nothing. Back. Three seconds. One guy's like. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so that was our <laughs> like, guest today, on, Ryan Hager. Uh, <laughs> we'd like to welcome and say thanks for coming and have a great time. Thanks for uh, having me. Ryan, yeah, it's been real. Yeah. Welcome to today's episode of What the F Am I Doing? Uh, today, we're going to talk to our good friend, Ryan Ager. Ryan's going to take us around the world from good old Roseburg, Oregon, to his what the F moment that he had in an airport in Bangkok. We discuss his time in Koh Tao, which is a little island community in Thailand, where he meets the love of his life. They fly off to Sydney, Australia, then move to her hometown of Stockholm, Sweden, uh, where they have a lovely little girl, and, uh, and they're enjoying life. Uh, we talked to Ryan about his life as an expat, what it's like to be living abroad, and, and learning in, in cultures around the world that he probably never thought that he would experience growing up. Without much further ado. Just really quickly, just what kind of want to really quickly go to, because I think about this like when I hear it on the radio. Um, I smack my bitch. What is that? Smack my bitch down. Right? Uh, <laughs> when you name up. your band the Butthole Surfers in, in 1988 or whatever, you get away with the Butthole Surfers, right? Sure. And then when you release a song called I'm going to fucking smack my bitch down, I'm going to say that I smack my bitch down like 10 times in the song. That's the chorus, right? Wait, is this the Prodigy? I don't know who it is. Smack All, I just remember bitch. people smack smacking bitch. bitches yeah. down. Yeah, smack my bitch down. That guy's and dead uh, Up. Sorry. Up or down or whatever. Left or right. You're smacking bitches. You're still smacking. Yeah. Them. yeah. 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 Smacking I mean, either regardless. way, it's a bad idea. Nay. But imagine <laughs> if that kind of shit got released now. Imagine if someone's like, yeah, you know, I got this new hit. It's called Smack My Bitch Up. Like Maybe that song was actually no. just about heroin. And it's huh. about giving... Giving giving, uh, giving your your, your female oh. dog heroin uh, is what could, that song's really about. That's probably good. Yeah, yeah that, you're right, and you're very yeah, you're good at negotiating. I just I just I just dialed through. I hadn't thought about it in that's 20 really years. That's really good though. Actually, you should out. you should call them and yeah. say, hey, do you want to get your song back on the air? Let's get the ASPCA <laughs> like, in let's, on this. That, uh, yeah, let's market oh this God. shit right. You know, like yeah. we're in a small town, we can fucking market like, heroin use to dogs. Is what's the ASPCA do? What does that mean? Protect animals and stuff. They're the, the animal protecting people? Yeah. I get, I get these things wrong sometimes, so I didn't want to be like, yeah, let's get the ASPCA involved, and really they're in charge of like... They're the people that you like call when you're smacking your bitch up. Yeah, if you find out yeah. your neighbor is smacking his bitch up, you're you like, the, you're going to call, call in the ASPCA. Isn't that like the child services? Like, yeah, but for dogs. Oh, yeah, right. Sorry. So, yeah. so it's children, <laughs> bitches aren't, I forgot bitches aren't women it's again. Tr- it's I'm child so, services so, for, so for your pets. Yeah. Um, sure. Imagine being them and getting that phone call, and they're like, <laughs> like "That's a re- great song." I'd like to report the guy. <laughs> we'll be right over there. <laughs> I'd like, like to report the guy the from fucking, the Prodigy. 
How do the butthole gang get away with the, the same thing as the smack my bitch up? The guys? butthole surfers? Yeah, like how do they fucking get away with that? How do you just like rock up like we got a hit song? Our names are the butthole surfers. I think in today's day and age, if you fucking rocked up and you're like, Interscope, bro, like here's our fucking playlist. What's your name? Butthole surfers. They're like, hmm. No. I'd be like, these guys eat ass. I get They're gonna be like, yeah, right? <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm hearing from the kids that eating ass is very popular. <laughs> it's going to be off the charts. I can't wait. In a perfect fucking world, though, right? Like, yeah. 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 Well, they're going to have that one. It's ass eating season. It's going to be very popular. <laughs> they're, uh, this is going to go. These guys are going to go over very well. Absolutely. I should have been a record exec. <laughs> wait a minute. Again with the butthole surfing. Let's talk about this a little bit. Have you got a song? What's your sound? <laughs> Is it all just muffled? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys, today's uh, podcast is not brought to you by Pelican Brewing, but it should be. Pelican Brewing. Or also Ninkasi. Because mm-hmm. they're providing our beers this morning. Delicious. Uh, and breakfast made, beers. We had breakfast burritos. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you. I like mine. It was very good. It was. Did they do all right with the vegetarian? Yeah. Yeah? You can't. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, it's eggs, you, potatoes, and you, cheese, right? Yeah, you, you know, can't scale screw of one to ten. You can. I mean, I would give it a good seven or eight for sure with yeah. the hot sauce and stuff. Yeah, nice. sure. Right, right on. I like salsa. This is also a tweet. I like my salsa like I like my girls a little bit chunky. Like, <laughs> okay. Um, so, so. Um, Shout out. I like Shout my yeah. salsa. Thick. Shout out, man. Chunky girls. Two C's. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, Oh, I think I said thick, not chunky. That was the tweet. A little bit thick. No, that sounds chunky. So much better. Uh-huh. But yeah, but the, if the, you the, say you that, really want, you don't really thing. want if you're like, salsa, though, do you? What's do you that? want like a thick salsa that's not chunky? I want a. Th- well, that's true. I don't yeah, want, my want salsa to break watery. Shit. It has you to really be want to get into thick it. and chunky. Yeah, you got You just don't. You're you not going to get a double dip from a salsa that's chunky or a salsa that's just thick. No, you don't want your salsa to be like the consistency of. Oh. Oatmeal. That would be bad. Yes, precisely. Um, mm-hmm. Precise. It, yeah, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan dips into, into uh, I do. I'm Euro sorry. speak from time I'm to sorry. time. I'm sorry about that. Pre- precisimo. Oh, precise. <laughs> we all grew up in the Wunderbar. same town, but then Ryan got off and got classy. And I, No, I didn't get classy, but I say weird shit that confuses people. And I don't but you said do weird shit before, and that was one of the great things about you. You were not afraid to just be like, no, this is a... You fired me. Yeah, well... <laughs> And for good, <laughs> what are you what? fucking talking about? For good like, reason, this, I listen fired to this guy. The host of the show is like, yeah, you know, you said a lot of weird shit, and it was really great. And we embraced that. It was, you great. know, it was a really good thing, and we like harnessed that and embraced it. it and we was, developed you. It no, was, you didn't. It was some fired me. Real... Got me my paycheck, and you're like, sorry, bro, you made a bad mocha. I'm like, no, I was a asshole. And you're like, no, no, you made a bad mocha. This is business. Well, I'm like, okay, here's business 101 for all of you that are listening. You can't fire somebody for a reason. In the state of Oregon. No, hey, but you go come to Sweden. Yeah. Come you, work for me, buddy. Yeah, there's you can't fire anyone for anything. I'm friends with you still though. Yeah, sure. And I'm, I, and I learned I'm from shit. So I'm happy that you like, that, that we're still friends because like literally at that point, that was probably the thing I was most nervous about. You were nervous as shit. You were like super Yeah, because I didn't want to fire you, my friend. I didn't want to fire you. Yeah, but that's totally fine to fire me because I'm not ever gonna learn if you don't fire me. Mm, that's true. Like, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna continue to be a fucking ass. So let's just okay. Let's let's start the timeline here. Your asshole boss Casey fires you. Yeah, at, but you were cool. Dutch. Was it, you, you didn't want to fire me. I didn't want to fire you. No. But you get fired. Let's so you get fired at Dutch. How do you go from there? What's the timeline from there to Thailand, which is your next Boise. stop? Boise. Oh, you, you went to because Clayton. Yeah. Had my back. 
for some reason, because you probably told him, I fucking didn't want to fire this guy. You made me fire this guy. Give him a job. And oh, no. we Boise. Yeah, no. We called we called the Boise people and, yeah, exactly. and said to hire you and Dosty. Yeah. yeah. Dosty didn't get a job. Dosty didn't apply for a job either, though. Well, he it would be a like, lot harder to get a job if you don't apply for it. Mm-hmm. Right, but Yeah. So I went there, and I worked there for like a year, and I lived with Dosty. Um, yeah, and then I came back, basically. So Roseburg, Boise, Roseburg, Thailand is the... Yeah, for sure. The reason we're talking to Ryan today, besides the fact that he's our friend and we think he's great, anyway, <laughs> we we uh, Ryan left at some point, which we'll get to, and started traveling the world extensively, and literally just in kind of in my opinion was like, you know, what the fuck? Let's go see. Intentional. Let's let's go see some cool yeah, shit. Sure. So how did you how did you just make the decision to just leave? Um, my girlfriend told me to fuck off. Pretty much. And you fucked right off the Thailand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pretty much. It is pretty much how it goes. Yeah, for sure. Message sent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but it, it was a bit. But it was also, you know, like, Roseburg is what it is. And, you know, you have your small group of friends and you have your community and you have the people you work with and live with. And, you know, you have your girlfriend that you meet and she's from out of town and da da da. And you really like the person. And eventually she kind of said, you know, like, don't like what you're doing. Like, and I have my own agenda. I'm going to do this. And it's very much my personality, you know? I'm going to do what I want to do when I want to do it, you know? Um, and, yeah, she wasn't down with it so much and kind of told me, you know, like, not into it. Da, da, da. So I go, okay, well, you know, that's fine, I guess. I'm going to do what I want to do. And you took it to the next level then, the, the doing yeah, what you want to do thing. Yeah, but it's not really the next level. That's <laughs> the thing. Like, the more I think back on it now... I don't want to sound, I'm going to sound so bad, but like for like a small community and a small like city and it's weird to fucking leave. Like when someone moves to Portland, it's like, oh shit, they moved to Portland. They're going to, you know. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily weird to leave. It's weird to leave and stay gone. Yeah, like, maybe that's what You it is, come though. back and visit, but you have not moved back. No. Um, I mean, I think that's But important. I didn't mean to move to Thailand either. Like I did, like in my own head, I had my own agenda, right? Like I'm like... I'm going to go to Thailand. It was a return ticket, right? So she tells me, like, fuck off. She starts fucking one of my friends, and that's all good, and I'm not upset about it, and it's, like, great and whatever, and we're still friends, but I'm going, like, okay, like, this isn't really what I bargained for, and I want to do something that's a bit, you know, I want to do something that's going to please myself, right? And I want to see something else that's outside of kind of what I know. And I set kind of high goals for myself, of course, which I still do. Um, I don't succeed in a lot of them, but, you know, I want to, of course. Um, I fail at most of them, but I try my best, of course. But, yeah, so, like, I, I booked this ticket, and I go, like, okay, Mom, like, I booked a ticket to Thailand. I'm going to go to Thailand for two weeks. I'm going to try and not come home. And I'm sitting in her work. Why Thailand? Why, why was that the... I don't know. Uh, because I had no, because, because my friend was there. Because the friend mm-hmm. that I lived with at the time, he was there already. And he was like, mm-hmm. this is a cool spot. You will love this. You'll thrive here. It's fucking awesome. You'll love it. I'm down here. If you want to meet, like, in Thailand at this island, you know, come down and meet me. Fly into Bangkok, and I'll pick you up, and, you know, we'll go down there. So I kind of, like, went there by myself, but I had a connection of some kind, right? Mm -hmm. If I didn't have that connection, I probably wouldn't have done it. That's, like, now I'm happy to fly anywhere and go anywhere with no connections. I'm like, how old were you? I was 23. So, yeah, just 23, and you're, like, catch a plane and bounce yeah but i mean like i had a plan to come back like, like yeah. i had the insurance right so i had like a return ticket and all this and my plan was saying hey like i'm gonna try and stay there and i don't know what i'm expecting either you know like 
I've never out, been outside of the states except for Mexico with my family. Right. You know, so it's not quite. What? You don't know. You don't know what you're gonna get. It's like this world of mystery, right? You're just going like, I got a fucking ticket to Thailand. I'm gonna make the most of it, right? And I land there, and I'm, and you when you land there, you're like, cool. This is weird. Go through like airport security. Like no one's, you know, the, everyone's speaking like barely English at this time. This is ten years, eight years ago or something. And so you're kind of like. Okay, like, no, I'll stab my passport. Okay, get through. And then you, like, walk out, and you walk out of the airport, and you leave Roseburg, Oregon, or whatever, wherever I flew from. I flew from, uh, flew, flew from for San Francisco. Exactly, from gotcha. my aunt's house. Exactly. So I was down there. You go from San Francisco, this cloudy, whatever, and you, like, get out of the airport in Bangkok. How long is that flight? It was, like, really How long think. is the flight to Sweden? Uh, Sweden to here was... 14 hours, nay, it was 12 hours with a one hour layover. So like 11 Ugh. hours. Good times. Yeah, it's <laughs> all good times. That's so rough. <laughs> you just flew that one. Yeah. You just flew that You ever flown for 11 hours with a three year old? That's what I was going to say. You Super just flew good that times, with a man. It's so nice. You should do it. It's <laughs> super nice. You got to pay full price, adult price, and then you just sit with the three year old. Super yep. nice. <laughs> really fun. <laughs> but you should you get, do it sometimes. But you get her beer. So. Yeah, sure. We, yeah, we take four beers. One yeah. for each person. She'll take a beer as well. Absolutely. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Put that on the common account instead of the yeah. <laughs> Which exactly. Flying internationally, Lufthansa kills it. Yeah. By the way, yeah. No, yeah. but I've flown with them actually. They're pretty good. They're insanely yeah, good. Sure. Like I, I had an experience where um, <clears throat> the uh, the drink guy was coming around and he's like, "Yeah, do you want uh, cognac or do you want Bailey's?" And I was like, "Lufthansa though." Yeah, Lufthansa. Aha. Uh-huh. No, and I was I like, had "That experience." I was like, "How much does it cost?" And he's like, ha, 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 "It's free." And I'm like. <laughs> Oh my God, I'll take two, please. Yeah, sure. That sounds great. Sure. Like, I'm on this flight, I'm bored as hell. Oh, I want to yeah. get drunk at least yeah. a little bit. Which Go you, fly I mean, with the Swedish companies. You're like, can I have a Coke? They're like, yeah, here's a glass. Can I have the can? Like, no. <laughs> sorry. That's for somebody else. Yeah. Man, that's serious. Well, because you're clearly an American. You can't be trusted to recycle that. No, but I speak Swedish and I, I play my role. <laughs> I like, play my role. <laughs> I'm not sure we can I'm trust you with this can, sir. <laughs> Noticed your accent. Never. <laughs> When, when, yeah, okay. You're just gonna You're throw right. it out. I, in the... my mind, in my mind, I'm in like blonde hair, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, my oh. neighbor, I'm neighbor, bro. You're talking some. You're but, Swedish <laughs> to us, but to them, dude. Nay, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, they they see right through my yeah. bullshit. You're clearly and in my American. mind. I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, I got this shit. I know. Yeah. We, we know damn well you're just going to throw this can out the window <laughs> if we give it to you. You're going to open the <laughs> window in the airplane and yeah. fucking toss it out. Just hold on to your door. plastic yeah. cup, you unfortunate <laughs> exactly. swine. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the culture, right? <laughs> what am I going to do with this? I'm not putting it in my seat pocket. Where's the no trash can in my seat? Emergency. There's mark. a reason they're called flyover states. Catch this shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Somebody will collect that. We're just going over the ocean. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> anyway, so you're flying to, to, to Bangkok. You get off the plane. It's like hot and sweaty and humid. Oh. And you like go, uh-huh. The weather's different in, not in America. It's like, huh. You know, yeah. like for me, like I grew up in this education system where, you know, you learn the 50 states, the capitals of the states, and you can name all of them. Mm-hmm. If you point to... England on a map like I can't tell you where that shit is when I graduated I have no idea I just know that England's in like over there somewhere east right yeah and so like I, I'm like not even there I'm not even with it I just get off the plane and it's just fucking hot this is in like, England like, yeah you hit a wall right like a yeah, but, wall. yeah absolutely and you don't and, but you don't expect it like I didn't expect it at that time I didn't know what I was getting myself into like I just booked a ticket to Thailand going my buddy said it's all good come on over you get so picked, you I sold my Thailand. car like here's the thing like I bought this car from my aunt 
for 500 bucks. And she's like, here's a car. You can have it. It's a Honda Civic 1990, whatever, you know? Okay, sure, 500 bucks. And I get this. And the Ryan Ager in me goes, you know, like, thanks to the car. Drive it around for a bit. I'm going to move to Thailand. I bet you yeah, I can make some money on this. She wasn't super happy about that. So, you know, <laughs> a year later, like, I can sell it for 1200 and make some money on that. And that's how I bought my ticket to go there, right? And Was this the sunglasses aunt? No, this is another aunt. This oh, okay. Is, this is my dad's the sunglasses sister. aunt is she is great. Shout out, Verge. I hear you used to like go like snorkel the river and get everybody's disc golf and then call them with the phone number and be like, here, I got I've your disc golf. And then they're like, yeah, cool, let's meet. And you'd be like, 20 bucks. And they're like, phew. <laughs> Transparency. I'm glad that, yeah, I'm a very transparent person. Yes, I did that. It goes um, both ways. You just offered the bartender 20 bucks. They were sure, but phone. I ain't running a charity, man. Like, <laughs> this isn't like the UNICEF of disc golfers, you know? Like, Papa's trying to make some money. Come on. I, I mean, yeah. hey, but like, if I'm sitting here in Roseburg and I'm 22 years old and I'm working at Dutch Bros or not working, thanks, Casey. Um, I guess, yeah, a bit of a grinder, maybe, at that time. Like, you do what you got to do a little bit. Maybe go snorkeling and, okay. Yeah, sure. In hearing that story, I've heard that story from, like, I think from Eric and I think Adam. Adam. Adam, Adam Poole. Yeah. Adam. Adam. Poole. He's up in Alaska, isn't he? Yeah, mm -hmm. Ice Road Trucker. Crazy, though. All yeah. That shit. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Good for him. He's yeah. So guy. I think he was he was also, like, in on that. Didn't he do that too as well? Like call, like get all the discs and call everybody he, up and be like, "Hey man, I got your disc. I found it." If if he did, then he was like competitor. Was he? The, yeah, but he the, could not. He could not free dive as deep as me. There's no way. The he can drive better than me, but like me and Eric were that top of our of game, stand, and man. like I can yeah. own that one thing. If I'm gonna own anything, I can own. I was a top notch free diver in Roseburg, Oregon. That's for damn sure. Just to, to clarify to anybody listening right now that there's a, a disc golf course here, and it's right on a river, and like the the first in like. First few holes and last hole or something like that are right on the river. Easiest way to lose your, you know, what, like yeah, $20 sure. disc. Yeah. Your brand new, you know, whatever plastic disc that costs you like 15, 20 bucks, whatever, you know. Oh. So in that, that river is littered with them. Also, if you have a job and so you have no idea what we're talking about, disc golf is, is golf with Frisbees. <laughs> <laughs> frolf. Some people frolf. call it frolf. Yep. If you're... You're Casey. It's yeah, frolf. It's, frolf. it's where you throw you're throwing frisbees on yeah. a metal cage, basically, yeah. right? You're playing yeah. frisbees that that no one is intended to catch. <laughs> no, yeah, of course, the, the, yeah, a metal thing. You yeah. catch it in the metal. Last time yeah. I threw a disc, uh, I hit a French exchange student in the face. Oh Whoops. my god! Yeah, Welcome yeah. to America, mother. <laughs> Dude, literally. Thanks for coming. So, learn our language. See you next time. <laughs> Welcome to America. Speak English. Wait, frolf, were you there? Bitch. No, this this poor kid had just landed, and we were like. <laughs> waiting for his family to pick him up and so we we had him and and we just happened to someone had a, a disc golf disc and i we were all taking turns throwing it and i just like wind up and i'm gonna throw it as hard and as far as i can and i literally just hit this kid in the face in the forehead area <laughs> he should have been a little more athletic and ducked i guess i don't, I don't know i mean i don't know french people i'm sm smoking a cigarette he probably was <laughs> couldn't see through the cloud yeah, exactly <sighs> what are you gonna do? Anyway, okay. sorry. So you were you were free diving for yeah I, yeah I was free discs. diving. For, yeah, we did a lot of that. We were we were aiming for fish mostly. We were like spear fishing. Yeah. So that was me and Eric for the most part. Um, mm -hmm. I me and like a few other friends started the kind of sport. I guess I don't know. And yeah. That's what's what we did in our free time. We would go out and spear fish, and then we'd see discs underground. You go under the water, and you go, okay, well. 
take that, take that. You find all kinds of shit down there. Right? And all those guys write their number, their phone number on the disc so that you can call A them. lot of them did. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of the story when I had the fucking Pontiac Fiara when I put my phone number on oh, the back of it. That was yes. a good one. Yeah, for sure. Then yeah. you get the weird ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When you get weird phone numbers on shit, you're just eager to call it, right? It's the same scenario with the Pontiac Fiara. Yeah. Can you just share what you did with the Pontiac Fiero and the, and the phone number? Yeah, the Pontiac Fiero, I have a couple good stories from that one. That was a that was a cool car. It was actually not a cool car, but at the time I thought it was a pretty cool car. Yeah, the Pontiac Fiero. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And I convinced Brandon McKnight that it was a Ferrari. I convinced him that because the logo is similar. You know? Sure, and thought yeah. It was, you know, and I convinced him. That was quite fun. But um, <laughs> just let that guy. The secret to feeling it, right? good yeah, about yeah, yourself. I got a Ferrari, man. Great guy. Oh, it's an 89 Ferrari. We work at Dutch. Yeah, but like, you know, I'm really good with guests. You know, I'm really good with customers. So, you know, the tips are good. Um, <laughs> like, you know, like making oh, I got you a Ferrari. Like, yeah, 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 you know, it's, yeah. it's quite fun. Yeah, but yeah, so I put this, you know, like, you know, as you see these cars with the how's my driving. You know, stick my phone number on the back with how's my driving, but it's my phone number. So, you know, you're driving around. I'm an asshole, of course, like doing some Ryan Egger shit when I'm, you know, 19. A lot more controlled than I am now. I'm still there. I appreciate that you refer to it as Ryan Egger shit. Yeah, but <laughs> knowing is half the battle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Absolutely. it's like if, if you don't recognize that maybe you're not a really good role model citizen, you can eventually, maybe when I'm 50, I'll be a like Just a, lean a into person, it, you know? Right? <laughs> this is not a, this is not, this is not a, uh, you're, you shouldn't go to HR. <laughs> you should not go into that. You're good at, yeah, you know, enjoy yeah, but, yourself. Uh, so, yeah, so we, phone number. Yeah, so I put my, you know, how's my driving with my phone number on the back because I thought it was really funny, and it was funny. I still can look at that and say it's funny. Yeah. Because, I mean, you get, like, these guys going, this guy's an asshole, and he's he's cutting me off in this Pontiac Fiara. You can't drive a Pontiac Fiara like that. Like, call him up. Call up this call up his boss, you know? That's what they're thinking. And they see me, like, open up my Motorola Razor. Bing! And they see me in their little... And I'm looking at him, and they're like, <laughs> hey, what's up? It's Ryan. Like, um... You're, you're okay. driving kind <laughs> of they, they, rude. It was like nothing. It was like silent. No one. They saw like these are guys sitting right behind me, going like, "I'm gonna call this guy's boss." I want to know who <laughs> they thought that, like what company was sending their employees out in Pontiac Fiara. Hey, but that's the whole thing. <laughs> so it's like a it's like a double joke, right? It's like a Ferrari was sending them out. Jokes yeah. on you, man. Test driving them. Oh, and then there was a time. So like with this car, you remember this car? I had this like normal Pontiac Fiara dashboard. Took the piece out of it and thought it was super fun to. Graphic design myself, uh, my own speedometer <laughs> in the car. So yeah. instead of having, instead of having like the normal, you know, 10, 10 miles an hour through whatever, 120 or whatever it goes to. Right. Yeah. I made like a little sticker in InDesign or uh, Illustrator or whatever, just printed on a piece of paper. Like a thing that said, you know, fast, slow. And it had like a green that goes to red, right? So, so, so I'm like, this is hilarious, right? Like, yeah. you know, I'm like 17, 18, like, oh, whatever. I love that like, this joke is literally I'm, something only you are going to see. No, but seriously, and I was talking to my buddy Dan about this the other day, and he was like, oh, my God, the Fiaro. And he's telling, he was telling me this story about when we got pulled over, because a lot of the stuff, we did so much shit. I don't remember you know this shit. You were going <laughs> Exactly bad. that. I was driving the orange. I'm sorry, sir. I was going slow. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, it's 65 miles an hour or whatever, but I pulled on and I fucking go down there my Pontiac Fiero and it's all rumbling and fiberglass is shaking and shit, you know, and some cop rolls up, pulls me over and apparently Dan is with me. I don't remember this story totally, but he tells me, I remember the cop being there and like I was telling him, but 
cop comes up and he comes in with his flashlight. He's like, hey, you know, have you anything to drink tonight? Like, no, da da da. Everything all good? Yes. Uh, what'd you pull me over for? Oh, you were going 70 in this little area. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm not, I wasn't going 70, I don't think. Um, this is according to my friend Dan, right? Sure. This is his kind of rendition of it. I'm like, oh, I wasn't going 70. There's no way. He's like, yeah, well, how fast were you going? And I was, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> like, and I remember this part. I go, I was going slow. Pointed speedometer, right? What a what a asshole though. Like what a Ryan Eger little bitch. And I pointed the fucking and I, now now when I'm a little bit more grown up, I go like, yeah, it's still funny and it is funny. But like the balls, I don't know how I had those balls when I was yeah. like seriously. I point the thing and I go like. Going slow, and the cop like shines. He's like, mm. <laughs> "What is you that? You can't, you can't, um, uh, you can't. That's that's illegal. You can't, you can't. <laughs> I'm not, like, you know, it's so, it's like awesome, right? Yeah. But it's also like puts you at the spot where you don't. I never knew really how fast that was. Did you kind of knew where like forty was because I remember putting the thing. I'm like, took a picture. Like, forty's eh, about like in the purple, you know, like between the. <laughs> so I kind of knew like where the speedometer should. <laughs> should read it speed zones would be a lot e more easy if they were if they were color coded anyway nay but sure like yeah, fast totally. and slow like, yeah. it's, oh, it's you know it's, it's caveman zone. shit like <laughs> so but yeah did he didn't really like i got a ticket did you do this stuff back in thailand like the same kind of joke we can get away with you it the same no, way um yeah that, no absolutely so not. have you it I doesn't get, really work that i guess way. the real no, question is have you been caned Sorry. Yeah. So the, the real question is then: Have you been caned? If you I have. haven't been caned, no. I've I've had I've had some punishments of different sorts. Let's but. talk about your your exploits with the the local constabulary in in Thailand. There wasn't that much, to be honest with you. Like Thailand is its own is its own place. Like it's it's really it's not Bangkok. So where I was was not Bangkok. It's not a big city. You have these destination islands like uh, Koh Phangan. Uh, Koh Samui, and then you have Koh Tao, which is the northern island. It's a tiny little island. Um, a lot of a lot of expats there, like yeah, but super. Nobody spoke Thai. I mean, there was the hmm. demographic was like fifteen percent Thai, you know, thirty five percent Burmese, and then the rest were like Westerners. Yeah. So the 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 amount of actually Thai people that were there were not so many, um, but it was very government run. Like this island, it was a super tourist island. There was no I wasn't learning any culture. I wasn't learning like how to cook Thai food or how to speak Thai. I was pretty much going around just building rafts in the ocean for my beach club and like doing shit I wanted to do, like you know driving up the mountain on my like motorbike with Selang and. The ultimate American tourist destination. They're like, we're going to it's go to your America country and do the no. shit we want to do. No, but it, it <laughs> is, it is if an American fucking leaves, though. If an American decides, I'm going to not go on vacation to Mexico, I'm going to fly over here. There was n I met like maybe three Americans that I was actually friends with the whole time. Everyone else was from England or South America or South, uh, South Africa or, you know, Europe. It was all Europeans, you know? Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like there was very few Americans. There was a lot of Canadians, though. Yeah, a super huge amount of com Canadians and like Europeans. The Canadians and they get around, huh? Little known fact: those Canadians get around. Yeah, but absolutely. Not a lot of people sure. there, but they <laughs> they do travel. No, for sure, absolutely. And yeah, it was it was super super fun. It was like the it's like a fairy tale. Yeah. When you go to a place like that, and you go there with no. You have no agenda and you have no expectation. You really don't know what you're gonna walk into. Like I did when I walked off the fucking flight and it's just hot. And I'm like, uh-huh. 
humidity. Okay, nice. This is new, you know? And so you kind of enter this new world. And then all the shit that you know and love and have learned, like, you forget it because you're in this new... It's not like flying to Florida for a vacation. It's not like, you know, it's a whole new world. It's like... What is that Little Mermaid? It's a whole new world. Aladdin. That's Aladdin. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Regardless, right? Hey, you're flying on carps one way or the other. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, But it really is so much like that. And... Like, I get there, and it's like, okay, this is fucking awesome, I think. So you go to Bangkok, and you do your shit in Bangkok, and you party, and you drink, and you, you know, have a good time. You wake up in the morning all hungover, and you go, okay, like, that's cool. My buddy's waiting for me on this island, right? So I'm going to go down to that island. How do I get there? There's no, like, there's no directions to do that. you kind of got to find your way to do that shit. Find the guy with the plane or with the boat. And yeah, but it's a boat and it's a bus. And, you know, you got to yeah. wake up at 5 in the morning and be there for the bus. And if you don't, if you're not there early enough, people are going to be in line. You got to, yeah, but mm -hmm. I did that and I got there. And when I get there, it's like this little paradise, right? It's like this little, like, beautiful little paradise. It's exactly like you imagine it in the movies. Like, I'm dead serious. It's just like Leonardo DiCaprio with his uh, The Island movie. Oh, right? God, dude, I love that movie. Yeah, but it's just like that. Yeah. And it, it sucks you in. Was You guys remember that movie Surf Ninjas? Yeah. Is that Thailand? By chance? I know shark. Do people, do shark people, did people say like Kwan Su there a lot? Like Kwan Su, dude? Is no. that a thing? No. No? That's Hawaii, maybe. I might be completely off base here. Kwan Su? The uh, production guy is going to look it up real quick. I think that was filmed in Malibu, bro. Jamie, can you pull that up, Kwan Jamie? Kwan Su! <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, that, that DiCaprio movie, though. Kwan Su wow. is actually the name yeah, of, but a, it's, uh, it's the same shit, of a strip yeah. mall karate place. Yes, Kwan Su. it was filmed in Los Angeles, Hawaii, and Thailand. Bingo! Los Angeles, Hawaii. Like I was saying, According Thailand, baby. Wikipedia is never wrong. Dude, so, surfing just so what's great. okay? One more time. What's the name of the place that you were, so that we can all now go there? Uh, Death Island. Death Island. Oh, that's Whoa. the new. That's the new Surprising name. Surprising, more people don't go there. Nah, nah, but that's a new. That's a new. <laughs> after I left it, it became Death Island, which is all of these people that live there would be hating me right now if they heard this, but. Yeah, it got very branded poorly by Death Island because there were some murders that happened and stuff. Just right. some or many? I, I don't know. I feel like it's got to be a lot. Yeah, Too many like... tourists. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah. I don't know. Like, the tourism board was like, how do we I literally, slow this down I, a bit? Yeah, I shouldn't have said that because now I shouldn't go into the whole thing. But yeah, there's We're this, huge like, in Thailand, weird... so this is really going to anger some no, people. No, Koh Tao is where I lived. Koh Tao, Thailand. And um, yeah, it's a tiny little diver community. It's a little island, a little paradise. You know, one million travelers per year, and it's a super, you know, tourist destination, right? Somebody make a movie called Murder Island, based Death. on a diving community in in Thailand. I think that's a, that'd be. I want to see that. If you Google Death thriller. Island, you'll read about what I just told you. Okay. But it's bullshit, also. Like <laughs> it's it's a it's a lot of like it, the whole thing was a big scam. This would take me like three or hours to actually go into this murdered. thing. So thing. two tourists got <laughs> so two tourists got murdered on this island by somebody. This is like way after I left. This is like a year after I left. So but, you've got an alibi. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I didn't kill anybody. <laughs> I don't think. I hope not. A lot of blurry nights. But um, <laughs> I don't think. So. I don't think I killed anybody. Um, no. He doesn't think. Killed a few brain cells, you know what I'm saying? No, All so, right. So these 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 two <laughs> tourists ended up like getting killed on this island, on this famous beach on this island, 
and then there was somebody else within the same month that was like hung somewhere in a I don't know the details of it. All I know is that the island get, got branded as Death Island because of these murders and then this person that probably hung themselves. And the island got branded that way. And it was one of the like top 10 TripAdvisor Islands destinations to go to ever. Like that, It was on TripAdvisor top 10 yeah. hotel. And then the years hmm. after that, it was not. And it was branded very badly um, by these murders. And people die everywhere, dude. People get killed and when people get killed and they get killed in a small, cozy little place or if they die or whatever, it, I don't know. I think like, I think the, the, the island that I lived on got a pretty bad rap for people dying there mm -hmm. and people die everywhere and go to London. There's a million people, not a million, but hundreds of people die every day. They get stabbed and killed and you know what I mean? London's pretty rough, in, man. People get like their motorcycles jacked all the time, like on the streets. Sure. Maybe yeah, for sure. That's rough. Sure. Every, but when that shit happens to like a little small thing that's on TripAdvisor and it's all like renowned for being super, you know, good and cozy, you get a, you can really brand that shit really bad. And um, that hit the tur the tourism really badly for that place because no one wants to go somewhere that's you know labeled Death Island. Seems no. like a rough uh, stigma to get over. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I don't think they're still getting over it. What are we gonna do about which this? is sick? Because it's like the place is awesome. Like I would go there now tomorrow with my daughter. Like that's where Josephine and I met. So yeah. We, so we met there. So so Ooh. yeah. Let's let's delve into that a little bit. How do you yeah. how did you meet this lady? This lady that, that uh, you... my friend Felix, who's a Swedish dude. So I moved there. Whatever. And my friend ended up leaving, and I missed my flight home, and I got a job, and I you know push 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 to you know stay there, basically because I really liked it, and my friend ended up going, and then. Um, I how, spent how long were you in, in Thailand? I was there for like two and a half years with a break in between. So I came home when I my cousin had a stroke, which is weird. 13 yeah. year old girl had a stroke, so I came home for that. Um, she's doing great, lovely, that's good, yes. And uh, then I went back, but um, so how, it, like you can just move to a, a different country and, and no, live. that's yeah, yeah how did I, you pull no, this no, off? No, I forget about that. shit. No, 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 it was all illegal. It's all not that yeah, boy. Nah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now mm -hmm. we're yeah. Now it's not that is, simple. This is Ryan Agering, no, no, no. as far as I know. Nay, but also like, yeah, sure, but like, I didn't know that either. Like, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I just kind of showed up and was like, "Hey, can I work at this bar? Like, do you know how to bartend?" I'm like, "Yeah, no, I've worked at Dutch Bros and you know, Same. I know how to make Stuff some. Comes I know cups. how to make drinks and I know how to talk to people. I'm like, yeah, know how to bartend? Yeah, sure. Can you make a margarita? I'm like. I can make a margarita. Yeah, I know how to do that one. So it was pretty simple, right? It was a pretty simple, like, it was a pretty simple introduction to, like, bartending, right, in mm -hmm. Thailand. So, yeah, I get a job, you know, working, and it's like, okay, I don't ask questions. Like, where, where, where's my, you know, W-2? Do you have some, like, some sort of thing I can sign? It's just, yeah, sure. Start working, and then they pay you. I'm like, okay. The way it should be. Do some work, yeah. make some money. Yeah, sure. If they think it's cool, then it's cool, right? right? That's like <laughs> My guess is you weren't the first person to come through. No. That we weren't asking no. questions. The about. whole place was full of Ryan Eggers, man. There was just, <laughs> that's all it was. It was a bunch of misfits. The IRS is listening. He's just kidding, by the way. He's uh, This is not really happening. Don't go looking the, the for Thailand your money. The Thailand IRS? No, but do, if you're an American making money in other places, the, the, the American IRS, like, the IRS here will come for it. Nay, but sure, but I think times have changed now a bit as well. Like, I don't think it's the same as it was when I went. Like, because when I went, it was no questions asked. Here you go, you want a job? Are you good at this? Can you do this? Can you do this? You get a shot. If you get your shot, you take it, you make it, then great, then you're in. If you don't, then 
you know, you're probably not in and you fly home. Yeah. But there was no like questions, like no taxes, whatever. I just went with it. Right. Just yeah. go with the flow. And so I started working at this little beach club and this little beach bar. And um, I worked two places, like Maya Beach Club and this other place, uh, Fishbowl. Yeah. I just started doing my thing, bartending, da, 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 and then, you know, you get to know people. And it's such a tiny community on this little island. It's like this like 21 square kilometers, right? And for me, it's really easy to get into that because I'm from that, right? So right. I can use, like, my skills that I have. I'm knowing everybody, smiling at everybody, knowing the faces, you know, being this community person that um, a lot of people didn't really have because they're from London or, you know, Singapore or wherever they're from. Where so it's, it's not normal just to say It's not to normal everybody. just to be friends with everybody and to know everybody and, to, you know, walk into somebody's house without knocking and, you know what I mean? Like yeah. this kind of homely kind of feeling. And it was very much like that. So I thrived in that. And I was able to, you know, work these places for, yeah, a number of years and eventually kind of work myself up with, um, at one of the places, Maya, where I was able to, you know, manage their promotions and manage the bar and, you know, kind of learn that that, that kind of side of the business and um, use my graphic design skills, basically. Yeah. To do that. I think I, would, I saw a lot of that, actually. You probably did. Yeah. Like on Facebook. Yeah. yeah, you probably did. It was I a saw number, it all the time, like actually. Six or seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Huh? I remember that. For sure. But you know, like pushing shit, right? And just building the business. All, by the way, self-taught lessons by you. Like, you have no formal training. Yeah. In, I'm pretty proud of that, to be honest. Like, yeah. But it's kind of my way of doing things. And it's like, I, I get in fights with, like, Josephine about this. She's like, you got to go to school. Like, I have got here without school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a very good listener. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I will fucking learn the hard way, which is, I don't know, I shouldn't be like that, but it's just, I guess, the way I am. I mean, huh? that's how, like, a lot of entrepreneurs are, you know? Oh, maybe. That's that's how people, they, they just they just act. They don't go to school to learn. They have an idea, and they just run with it, mm. you know? But you have to have someone to believe in you, to back you for that kind of shit. Oh, yeah. If you just go off on your own going, I'm going to learn my way, I'm going to do it my way, and no one believes in you, you're not going to get very far, mm -hmm. I don't think. No. Well, I mean, shit, as long as you believe in you, I think that's the important thing, right? I mean, not, yeah, back, maybe back then, but I don't I, think now, like, or at least now for me living in Stockholm, if you don't have somebody on your side and somebody to financially back you, not financially necessarily, but like somebody to lead you and guide you and want to do so, then you can kind of be stuck in a situation where, which I have been in, you know, where you're, a little bit like I I have the shit that I want. I know what I want to do. I just need someone who believes in me to support me doing it. You know, and I had a lot of that in Thailand. Like I had, it was like an overload of it. That's rad. Yeah, but it was super cool. It was so, super cool. So you so you meet Josephine, who mm -hmm. is for the people that don't know you, my partner. I guess you say Swedishly, my yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you meet your girlfriend, and and uh, and you guys decide at some point to move to Australia, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got we got a little bit serious, right? So like, I was living there for a long time. I meet this guy uh, Felix at the bar. I'm like, oh, what's going on? He goes over to these two Swedish girls and he starts hitting on these girls and like, oh, you know, like these girls are nice, da 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 da. And he's like, comes back to me. He's like, I can't get it. Like, don't get my game on tonight. You know, next man up, right? I'm like, okay, you know, come in, like, no shirt, super skinny, Ryan, da da da. And like, this girl likes me, right? Which is super cool and super likes me. I'm like, wow, why does she like me so much? You know, people don't typically like me that much right off the bat. <laughs> this is really weird. Okay. I know that cool. feeling. Yeah. Me too, trust me. Um, weird. And so this girl, this girl, <laughs> <laughs> this girl's with her, with her, with her friend. 
and she's Swedish as well. They're like, yeah, you should come to our house tonight. I'm like, that's an easy end. Perfect. Let's do it. And of course, like at the end of this whole thing, like, okay, whatever. We meet, hang out, da da da, get the girls, da da da. I'm like, perfect. This is gonna be awesome. Go to their house. They both think I'm gay. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you're huh. so in. Yeah. yeah, right. I'm like, I'm these like, girls uh-huh. dig me. They're like, gonna change in front of me and I, have pillow fights learned, in front of I me. I learned this yeah. shit like way after the fact. Like the only reason you were invited because we thought you were gay. I'm like, oh, what? Really? What? I mean, I was like doing coke. You know, I was like off the shit, right? So I was a little bit maybe extra talkative, like whatever. I don't know what it was, but like now, in at least Justin's mind, she's like. When you do coke, you're gay. That's like in her head, right? So uh-huh. I don't do coke anymore. <laughs> don't fuck any guys. Um, <laughs> quit with all the shit. Um, <laughs> it's all done. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like I got in to like meet my girlfriend that I now have a daughter with because she thought I was gay at a bar because the guy that wanted to hit on her like got turned down and she thought I was good enough to be like a friend. And then I, you know, ended up in that situation. And then eventually, Throughout that night, she learned I wasn't gay, which is great. Yeah, um, just your and, typical boy meets girl situation, <laughs> right? It was a how do you amongst us hasn't it been was here. a it was a moonlit uh, night on a sunny on a cozy beach with white sand. It's not that no, no, no. It's quite the opposite. So it's a, it's a little bit of a, yeah, it's a little bit of a fun story. But um, yeah. So then she ended up staying like you know two weeks. Like she planned she planned on staying in the country for two weeks, and yeah, we stayed together that whole time and then she went home i stayed in thailand she said oh, i'm gonna come back i said no you're not i'm gonna come back I'm like no you're not I'm like okay i'm gonna be here come back when you want to then my cousin had the stroke and then i left and then when i left she decided i'm gonna come back mm. so she came back and i wasn't there and i was like so it was like a whole thing there's like shit i'm sitting in the hospital with my cousin prove it here she is she's dying on a hospital bed like i swear to god i'm not lying i want you to i'm coming back so then i have to go down to oakland fucking work for my uncle for like three or four weeks just to make enough to get a plane to get back to thailand to meet josephine i do that i show up like you know 30 pounds overweight drinking ipas eating fucking genoa deli in oakland that's all i'm doing you know like working for him but just eating and drinking and i come back i was like you know 70 kilos i come back at like 110 kilos like fat dude she's like oh my god is that you i'm like hey i told you i'd come back <laughs> i didn't say what condition i would come it's back me. in but i'm back and i'm here do you love me and she, but she welcomed me with like open arms right and she was like i, like, I swear to god i'll lose it and i did though it's quite easy to do in thailand you eat noodles and you know nothing oh, but, the thai um, diet. no but i did so then i come back and, I'm all fat, and you know it's like for me, it's like a little bit humbling, right? You're like, oh shit! Like I didn't even realize what the fuck happened. You just come back and you're like, it's never sweater weather in Thailand. Nah, <laughs> for sure. Nah, what, for what's sure. the like average temperature there? Like hot, just always. It was either cold or hot. Yes. Yeah. Like this. Like how cold there. is cold though? Uh, it was never cold. I'm yeah. Sorry, I was just not even a joke. No, yeah. it's just hot all the time. Hot. Yeah. So it's like, if I think Fahrenheit, it's probably like nighttime seventy five. Yeah. Daytime ninety and wet, not it's not seventy five and uh, dry. Depending, yeah, depending on the depending on like, like the muggy. season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's pretty dry to, like during the summer seasons, and then like during the August October, it can like just storm and rain and be like super humid. 
So you went for from sure. Thailand then to Australia? Yes. What, what, part? Was, what was the, the We difference? just got serious, man. Like we like she lived with me. We lived in this house like made out of bottles. It's called the bottle house. It made of like glass bottles and like clay and shit. Super cool. Very cool. Yeah, super cool. You guys got to go to Cotown Highland. You'd love it. Um, oh. Yeah, it's cool. I still think about it all the time. And so does she. It's like, ah. but whatever. We Yeah, we left because we got serious. And it, Thailand and Kotao is not a place that you maintain a serious relationship, you know? Like, we loved each other. And we wanted to be with, with each other. And um, it's a place for fun. It's the spring break forever, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... You just do what you want whenever you want to do it, and there's no consequences for any actions. And you can't, like, be in a serious relationship. You could, but it's not healthy, right? You know, and you got to kind of challenge that relationship a bit, I think. And she kind of pushed me, which was hard, I think, for her to do, was to push me to leave there and to say, like, let's go do something real. And I'm like, I'm doing something real. I'm building raft outside of Maya Beach Club. Like, <laughs> this is real. This is sick. I'm, I'm Peter gonna make Pan, a bar. I'm going to make a bar <laughs> on a raft. It's going to be awesome. And, like, that's what I'm doing. And she's like, yeah, but, like, we can't keep, like, doing this. And I'm like, why not, you know? And it took a lot of her probably to get me to go, like, let's do something else. And if somebody can convince me of something. That's great. That means something. (laughs) That's That's serious. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty kind of stuck in my ways of doing things that I want to do. And for her to be able to do that was, like, really, for me... I don't know. Like, I recognized that I wanted to do it because she wanted me to. And that's weird for me. And so that's kind of when I knew, like, oh, I should probably do that because I feel that. She was like, Ryan, I want to make a raft with you. Now, if but she I, said that shit, but I want to be like, it, we got to get some kids. Like, let's do it now. I want to make a life raft, though. <laughs> and float away forever together. Thanks. Yeah, she could have been a bit smarter about it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. There's, there's other ways to approach the. Absolutely, there's other ways to approach the. So, uh, so where'd you guys go in Australia? We went to Sydney. Okay. Yeah. And you, and you um, managed a bar there. Yeah, I managed a. Yeah, yeah. Short story long. Yeah. Um, we flew there because she knew one person lived there. Makes sense. And we're like, can we sleep on your couch for like a couple weeks? And they were like. Yeah, and you walk into this house and it's like full of barking dogs and like the whole thing, a kid running around barking dogs. And you're like, what the fuck am I doing here? Where's my island, right? I want to go back home. Mm. But then you have to like put your foot to the gas and go like, all gas, no brakes, right? Yeah, there um, you go. Go find yourself a job. And so you like hit the streets, like streets with the resume. Bing, 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 hand out resumes, give me a job. Like I just need to get a job. Both of us did. Um, and I did. And it was like a little shitty cafe job. And, you know, I worked that for a couple months and then got offered another job when I was, you know, walking down the street at this place and I said, Hey, do you need any bartenders? Yeah, sure. Here's my CV. Okay. Boom, boom. Um, got that job. And then that's kind of when it got cool. Cause then we kind of got a better, we got our own place. Josephine took a job at, um, like as a, like a Swedish nanny and working in a Swedish school. So she worked at a Swedish school and then she nannied for like another family. Um, and, I was, we were together. We were able to save like shit tons of money in Australia. Like we didn't really mm. live like a luxury life in Australia. We just saved a shit ton of money and like had a Jaeger bottle that we just put money in. Right. So by the time we ended up leaving there, we had like 20 grand and it was like, sweet, we can do whatever we want. But, um, yeah, you basically worked at this place and worked there for a while, switched jobs to the cafe down the street. There was like a cafe and I kind of sold this pitch to this guy like, Hey man, 
you have a cafe, but you don't really make money on coffee, right? He's like, yeah, I'm making really good money. I'm like, yeah, but you're not really. Do you know how much money you make on alcohol? He's like, yeah, yeah, sure, but this is a cafe. I'm like, yeah, but what if it's not at night? And he's like, yeah, well, we're not open at night. I'm like, yeah, but what if you open at night mm-hmm. and you don't sell coffee and you sell alcohol? And he's like, oh, like, <laughs> bing. So <laughs> we basically did that. We turned the cafe into a cocktail bar. Um, yeah, and it was super cool and it was really fun to do that. That was like one of the more fun projects that I've kind of done. Um, and I love that. And the guy is super cool. Sav, he's a, um, Greek dude who lives in, uh, Sydney and businessman, but he decided, fuck the business, fuck the corporations. I want to work for the man, his thing and, uh, open my own cafe. But it was a bit dumb for opening a cafe. So I had to kind of tell him, let's do it with this way. And we did. And it was super cool and it got really successful and we did really good at that. Wow. Yeah, that was Sydney, pretty much. And, and you know. But it was actually boring, like Sydney sucked. Clearly. Besides the job, besides, like, my creativity being able to, like, see the, like, fruition from that, I don't like Sydney, and I don't like Australia. Yeah. Nah. The, uh, I mean, clearly he was he was cool with hiring another dude that, that legally wasn't supposed to be working there. No, but I did, could work there. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. How'd it, was, it wasn't the same as Thailand. Like, Thailand, you were paying the police just to... We didn't even get into that. That was a fun story. But, mm. um, yeah, you would pay the police in Thailand. Here, it was like, it was a, like a one-year working visa. So okay. we applied for this one-year working visa, and then we moved, it. We, we moved there once we got that. Oh, cool. So everything was legal there, and it was all normal. You have to get your alcohol-serving license and all yeah. the shit. You just call the, the, you know, call Australia and say, listen... Do I which police officer do I pay when I get there? And they're like, Oh no, no, no we have paperwork. That's the mentality, out. though. It's like seriously, that's the mentality when you're stuck on a little tiny island forever. Like your ment- your like knowledge of shit is like everything's eye opening when you come to back to civilization, for sure. That's mm-hmm. what I want. Every time I, I hear about people that go to foreign countries and and they go on vacations and that kind of thing, there's a lot of times there are pay the cops stories. I have one. Yeah, that's and, a thing. So I decided I just want to be a foreign cop. <laughs> They're making the big bucks. That's where yeah, all the you money's make good at. Money, I think. Yeah, yeah, sure. Mexico, at least. Yeah. Absolutely. Plus, you know, they. I mean, free clothes. Well, shoot, you can get it really far with a, a box full of stickers in Mexico. Do like, tell. Yeah, uh, we did the Baja One Thousand, and every border patrol, we'd hand out Red Bull and stickers, and we never had a problem. Really? Yeah. And GoPro stickers. Wow. Well, they wanted stickers. Stickers and Red Bull. Just yeah. <laughs> GoPro like, stickers and Red Bull. Yeah. That's crazy. It's each Border Patrol. It was so wild. And Turns out they love it. Everyone yeah. loves stickers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you pull up to this checkpoint, whatever, and everyone's got like M16s and full military getup. And it's just, when you're not no, used but for to sure. that. I know how it feels to go through these, like, you know, Border Patrols. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. like, you just hand, hand them a box full of stickers and Red Bulls, and then you're like, crazy. Carry on. We, had no problem. <laughs> Crazy. And all awesome. the kids went nuts for it. And it was it was wild. You're giving back to the community. I, I guess, yeah. yeah. Get them no all problem. jacked up on Red Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Give Red Bulls kid, and stickers. Uh, exactly. Give this kid like a case of Red Bull and a bunch of stickers. Next mm-hmm. thing you know, all our laundry was He's done. He's got a fucking jacket. He had like, fucking <laughs> Red Bull ice stickers. cream. Yeah. Wow. He like took us into like the little neighborhood and saw like this really cool church and stuff. It was wild. That's so, all right, so you guys, you, you're in Australia, you bounce out because it, it, it's boring there, and you guys move to... That's exactly where we bounced out. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. And then, and then after that, it was, it was 
to Josephine's home homeland. No, right? it wasn't. It was back to Thailand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we like saved up all this money. We're like, what should we do with our money? We're like, okay, let's go back to Thailand with all our money. Okay, should we spend like half our money in Thailand? Yeah, we go stay at a nice resort. We're tired of living in the bottle house. Fucking go there, stay at a nice resort, and fucking chill there for a while. So we did that for three weeks. Go back for the like favorite holiday of my entire life, um, which is Songkran. If uh, I say if, but Songkran is the best shit ever. If you don't know what song, I know you don't know what Songkran is, but it's no fucking idea. awesome. Nah, of course not. Nobody knows. <laughs> it's the Thai uh, New Year. And what it is, is a massive water fight, like a crazy water fight. So everybody in all of Thailand, all over the whole country has a water fight. Everyone has squirt guns and buckets of water and people are driving around in motorcycles with four people on them, holding buckets of water, just throwing it on people. It's like insane. Like my first Songkran was in Thailand. Um, like the first year I was there, like wake up, like, okay, I heard this, you know, water party today. Like I'm gonna go to work. Started at nine in the morning, bartending. It's nine in the morning, open the bar. Start serving Jaeger, 9 in the morning. That's what people do. And it goes until, like, you know, my first Songkran shift was, like, 26 hours or something. So I worked from 9 till, like, t 11 or 12 the next day. It was Jesus. crazy. Yeah, it was quite hardcore. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, like, we go back for Songkran because it's, like, this crazy water fest. And, I mean, you have people getting in wrecks. There's people in Bangkok who have, like, taking over fire trucks. And you think I'm making this shit up, but I'm not taking over fire trucks and spraying. I have a friend who was took, j went onto a fire truck in Bangkok. I wasn't there. So this is, I think it's true. Goes, climbs up onto a fire truck, takes the like fire hose thing and spraying into a restaurant shit and everything's all good. It's like no stress. Like, yeah, happy Songkran. People love it. Wow. Like, it's like insane. So we go back for huh. this. We go back for this holiday. We do the Songkran. We spend all that money and then um, come back to the States to meet my family and stuff. So we flew from there to... Oakland, I think, and then no, I flew first. I went to Oakland. She went home. I went there, and then she met me there, and I bought this like 1993 Honda Civic, you know, because um, I needed a car because my sister was getting married in Ohio. So I go, okay, we're gonna come to Oregon, meet my family, and we're gonna drive across the states and do like the super, you know, road trip, like give the Swedish girl like the awesome road trip, right? It was like the coolest trip we've ever done in our life. Like it was so awesome. I love it, that trip. It's awesome, man. It no matter what way you go. If you go like down the south, it's awesome. There's so much stuff north. to see wherever you go. Dude, you can it's, find tons of things to see. America is awesome. It is, yeah. It's so cool. It's like out of like I can travel the whole world, all sides of Asia. Europe doesn't fucking like I wouldn't that's the best trip we ever did. Mm -hmm. Camping in the hot springs, cooking chili on the engine, like the whole thing, man. It was awesome. So Hell like, yeah. yeah, we we did that whole thing and um yeah, I mean there's a million stories from that as well, but like um it was just it's so cool. That's and right. then, yeah, we got pregnant somewhere along the line there. That a boy. And now, three years later, you got a now new I travel don't... companion. Sorry? I said, now, three years later, you've got a new travel companion. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Now she's, yeah, exactly. She's awesome, though. She's so good. The uh, the video you guys posted on, on Instagram of you guys taking off was pretty cute. Yeah, I think pretty, so. It was pretty fun. Everything to me with her is so cute. Like, it's all I care about. Like, all, it's, like, so fun, like... It's so much fun, man. It's so wild to me to see the, whatever, 18, 19-year-old kid that I knew, mm. you know, at the coffee stand, um, coming up with wild and crazy ideas, being a dad now, like, you're, and a great dad. Like, you do things with your daughter that, that you know, people probably only dream of doing. Just vacations that, you, you know, wild and exotic things that she's seeing now. Um, 
I mean, what a life. Like, none of us grew up doing stuff like that. No, you should. Mm-hmm. I, think it, like, I think it's weird, though. It's super cool. I think it's weird that nobody else, is, like, takes their kids on trips. No. We... Like, it's the most, like, father-daughter, like... That's where you get that shit. That's mm-hmm. where you get that good shit, is by doing weird shit and taking risks and doing shit you don't think you can do. Like, do I think it's going to be easy if I say, oh, maybe I, maybe it looks easy on the Instagram. And it is easy, but like in my head, it's not like, oh, I'm just going to grab Island. We're going to go to the States. It's like, I, um, this is going to be a bit of a challenge, I think. Like, I'm going to prepare for this, plan it, like make sure it's all good. But then when you do it, it's like, what? Like, that's so easy. It's my... Like she's, she's awesome. Like yeah. she, she was better on this trip when I came here, just with me and her, than she's ever been her whole life. But also, like I prepped her for that too. Like, Isla, do you want to go to Oregon with Mama or with Papa? You want to go? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna go on an airplane for a really long time. Yeah, yeah. Are you gonna be good on the airplane? Are you gonna listen? Are you gonna be good? Are you gonna, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she just nailed it. You know, like she just nailed it. And that's what you saw was exactly what it was. But like in my mind, also before I left, it wasn't that. It was like, I'm thinking about some crazy kid jumping all over the seats and, you know, harassing the people behind us. And Well, you still got to fly home. We'll see. Yeah, she's going to be now. <laughs> but now I'm like, but that's the thing. Yeah, but you say that. But yeah. now I'm like, no, no way. She's, she's a traveler. She's earned her stripes. She's ready to roll. Yeah, but she is, though. She got her wings. Yeah. She mm-hmm. did. Oh, that's true. So, I mean, but it's not... That's the longest trip, I'm guessing, but you guys take her places, you do things. Like, I mm-hmm. I follow your Instagram stories. Like, mm-hmm. you guys are, you're doing stuff, and that, that kid gets to see... I'm allowed to do stuff, Cool man. things. Yeah, like, let's talk about that a little bit. You're allowed to do, like, the travel that you guys are, that you're able to do uh, because of your lives in Sweden mm-hmm. is, is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Talk, well, what, what's that like for you? Yeah, it's a blessing, man. Like, um... You told we're, me that- we're pretty, we're pretty like middle class. Like I'm not yep. anything special. We're your average citizens, you know. But we're just able to, we're able to do the things that we want to do and maintain good jobs, um, and make enough money to survive and have a nice apartment and have a nice place, um, and save money. And yeah, it's just a really good, like it's just really good for families and quality of life is really good. Like that's what it is. And I'm not bashing anything else, but like. No, it's not like here. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't have the same opportunities that I have there here. And I'm an expat, yeah. So it's like twice as hard on me. Like you know, I mean, I learned the language because I chose to. I didn't even have to, you know. I I learned the language because I don't want my daughter and my wife having a secret language when they're like old. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I didn't. So much I didn't easier. learn it because I have to you know had to move to sweden and if i i had to learn language or i couldn't get a job right you know so like it makes listening to old muppet shows so much easier now yeah, exactly that's, that's <laughs> talking about smorgas, smorgas, smorgas. Is, is it weird like how quickly kids pick up on new languages or that's like two awesome. at the same time like yeah, where you're like sure. you're trying to work, learn swedish and stuff and you're like okay i'm, I'm kind of picking i got got the gist or whatever mm-hmm. And then, you know, you, you I'm s- like, I'm barely better than Isla at the moment. Right. It's, it's, it's crazy for yeah. a three year old. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Insane. I can. Yeah. I'm ba- like, she can, she still gets me sometimes with some weird words. And then I have to have her like describe, I'm like, oh, wh- what is that? What is that word? And she has to like describe the word. Like, mm-hmm. it's what you do when you're going, you know, whatever it is. And My so, nephew's about the same age and he like 
he tries to speak to like Ukraine to me, or mm-hmm. Russian. He speaks Russian to me, and I'm like, dude, I don't know what you're. You got English. Mm-hmm. Like I don't understand what you're saying at all. But like, his grandma talks in Russian to him all the time. But think, really man, cute. think about Olga. Mm-hmm. Think about if or when you ever have a kid. I'm not being. I'm gonna say it. She's gonna get you. Oh yeah, for don't sure. Don't let her get you and like come up with a secret language with your kid. I, I'm getting by. So easy you gotta start I, learning that shit. Because that was not my motive. And Josephine hates it now. Now she's like, she can't say shit behind my back because I know everything she's saying. Have, have you guys? <laughs> and, and I planned the shit, and it yeah. came to fruition. And now she's like. So annoying. She doesn't have this like secret, <laughs> and I know that was gonna fucking happen. And when she's like fifteen, it's gonna be way worse. And she's three, and it's already like trouble. I'm on easy street because I don't have like the responsibility of learning Russian, right? At the moment. At the moment. At the moment. I would start preparing though. But, you don't, if but you're yeah, married like, and you're all happy and it, shit, you never know when shit's gonna, you know. It's it's fun to go to the country and learn the language rather than like sitting at home and studying it because you start to learn out of necessity instead mm-hmm. of just like oh, I gotta learn this and you know. No, but it, it's very much like that. Like I don't think I would have been able to learn Swedish if I wasn't surrounded by Swedish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Do you guys sure. ever take advantage of like the technology of the Google Translate and oh, yeah. all those different things? Oh well, yeah, is that as? That's like how I speak like, my mother-in-law is mostly. It as good as it like they advertise and like uh, it's good. Yeah. yeah, I think it depends on languages because a lot of languages don't translate as like as easily, especially from like I think from English. I think English is a tough one for it you to use just... numbers <laughs> upside down R's and shit. Oh, dude, well, yeah, they're that? they're they're yeah, acrylic or acrylic? Huh? It's acrylic. Yeah, it's it's like there's there's a lot of scenarios where I'm like, what's what's this word? How's this word translate exactly? And she's like. I don't know. It doesn't really translate. It it means kind of like this, you mm. know. It's not like there's not like a like a one to one translation. Yeah, it's very much like that in Swedish too. Like this is yeah. word log om, yeah. which doesn't really mean anything. It just means like not too much, not too little. Mm-hmm. So if something's like Swedish people love being log om, you have to be log om, and that's very like non Ryan. We all just need to, to be, be like log-om. not too much, not too little. <laughs> you know, like I'm way either way too little or way too much, right? Yeah. And so it's very hard for me to like, I'm like, what the fuck is that shit? No, <laughs> that's not cool. Nay. No, nay. No way. I don't like log on. <laughs> nay. So that's, it's interesting that that's like the one word kind of in the Swedish language. It's this like special word that you can't really yeah. translate. Yeah. Log on. Log on. Log on. We're log dangerously on. close to being log, being not log on in this, this podcast. We've got to wrap up. But I want to thank Ryan for coming in here and, and hanging out with us this morning mm-hmm. and sharing bits and pieces of his uh, his wild adventures. We've talked about your your trips with with your daughter and Josephine. And I, I mean, where's your, your Mr. Mr. Ager on Instagram. Instagram? Yeah, you guys go check him out there. Uh, Mr. Ager, A-G-E-R. To me, it's it's inspirational, like watching you from afar do the things that you're doing. It's so much fun to see. You guys just living your life and doing your thing with your with your family and and kind of molding, you know, the the wild and crazy life that got you to where you are now. Helping your your daughter see that and, and make that be normal. I think it's pretty inspirational. So good for you, man. Uh, I'm super happy and thanks for having me. It's really nice to, you know, I love catching up with you, man. All right, buddy. I appreciate cool. you. Thank you, man. All right, that was today's episode, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, do us a favor. Go subscribe. Rate. Five stars, five stars, very important. Uh, Then unsubscribe, resubscribe, and do it all again if you can. Uh, We really appreciate it. You can find us, uh, we think, pretty much wherever uh, podcasts happen. If we are not 
where you normally watch your podcast and give us a holler and, and we'll get there too. Um, again, thanks for making us a part of your day and have a good one.